0: The college basketball experience TCU Horn Frogs 2022-23 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by Winbet. Bet hundred dollars at Winbet and get a hundred dollars free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Yes, use the promo code NFCBEAST. Uh, for fifteen percent off, active until the uh, Eagles or Giants lose their next game. And what's great about this is we have the College Edition, the Campus Edition T-shirts. So you hop on over there, check that out. You have a ton of great uh, college uh, sports uh, d- uh, town T-shirts that I think you'll dig. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're a your college basketball or college football head. So do that, and uh, then I want you to just let it ride. All right. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Frog season preview episode. My name is Colby Swing and database Dad, AKA Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in
1: the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar.
0: I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Oh, I'm oh, oh, oh. talking some horn frog hoops, all right. Been a fan since the days of Kurt Thomas, all right. I remember when he led the nation in scoring and rebounding back in the '90s. Uh, and I am joined by this guy, just uh former, former video coordinator for the university of West Virginia. He, he, he was employed by Bob Huggins. I mean, do I need to say anything else? But uh, yes, I do because he also hosts the NFL gambling podcast. He also hosts the Ryan and rush show. Check out that podcast. Give it up for my guy, Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, Ryan Colby doing good,
1: man. Uh, you know, we're going to take a break from Sonny Dykes and max Duggan and talk a little horn frogs on the hardwood tonight.
0: Yeah. And uh, what a great season going on currently with, uh, with the Horned Frogs football program, shout out to their athletic director. Great guy. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, subscribe to the college football experience because uh, we, we, we got it all covered over there with, with TCU football, great season so far. Hopefully they can maintain that, Uh, but we're here to talk TCU basketball, the hardwood I know you say traditionally or historically, perhaps you would say nah, you know, TCU basketball, uh, you know, hasn't been, you know, at the forefront of the big 12 or, you know, hasn't been dominant, but I mean, Jamie Dixon comes in and what I believe 2016. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, th- the wheels started turning with that program. And here we are. what six years later, and you know came off last year they they almost knocked off the Arizona Wildcats the one seed questionable call late in that game if you remember that tournament game yes. very questionable call late in that game and uh but Jamie Dixon doing a great job there uh in in Fort Worth and there's a lot of reason to be optimistic about this season and and you know Postseason hopes when you look at this roster? What do you make of last season and the direction of this program?
1: Well, first off, I'm glad Jamie Dixon's still not a Pitt because obviously, us West Virginia guys don't like Pitt. And Jamie Dick, they haven't been good since Jamie Dixon left. So, year seven of the <laughs> Jamie Dixon era, they had a great year last year, came on strong at the end. And like you said, I mean, they got robbed against Arizona in the NCAA tournament. Great win against Texas in the Big 12 tournament. They were down. By as many as twenty, and they bring back basically their whole team. Yeah, I
0: want to say their top six scores, I believe, are back from a season ago. When you bring back that, uh, especially seeing the development now, it's crazy. You look back at last season and you just say, "Man, that's one of their best uh, years." Blindly, without looking at the resume of the years prior, you say that's one of the best seasons. That's probably Dixon's best year in Fort Worth. Well, from a win perspective, no, I actually do believe it was his best team. But the Big Twelve is so good. 21 and 13 for the season. You go back to his first year at TCU. He was 24 and 15. They won the NIT, uh, which basically means you should have been in the NCAA tournament. And then uh, is third year there. He was 23 and 14. So this actually charts as win percentage wise his third best season. But I would argue that it's this was his best team.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And they just got better and better. And I mean, they're they're big. They're athletic. They look like his old. Pit teams back in the day in the big East.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I'm excited to talk to talk uh, TCU ball with you here because I mean, it's been a while since I really think even last year, I feel like TCU fans weren't thinking probably that they were going to go to the NCAA tournament. Like they, they had heard that they could you know, and it, it kind of became like a make or break year. I feel like with Dixon, but obviously, you know, things worked out and now I think, now I think there's a, a true buzz about the basketball program. I saw. You know, the preseason polls came out. They're in the top 25 shout out to that. Um, and you look at uh, last year, the only player they lost was six, three guard Francisco Farabello, who was just four points a game. No, he did shoot 41% from three, but you're not losing much. Uh, you look at what they did a season ago, 21 and 13, eight and 10 in the big 12. I think you circle that you want to definitely have a better record in the big 12 this year, uh, 20 and 11 and 2011 and three ATS. So gamblers. this is our team. Let's go. Let's get the season ticket package now, people. uh seventy fourth in adjusted offense, fifteenth in an adjusted defense. that's Jamie Dixon. That's what he does with his defenses. if you go back to those pit teams that you're referring to, they were strong defensively. uh they uh were first in the nation at offensive rebounding. Wow, that's pretty that's 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 pretty amazing. It's pretty remarkable. 91st in defensive rebounding still very good. Uh 311th in free throw shooting. Mm. Mm. That uh that's a bit of a red flag there. Uh and I'm sure I didn't go back and watch that Arizona game and I know that call was ticky-tack, but I wonder their free throw shooting in, in that game. Maybe maybe uh that that could have been an issue there. 246th in pace uh and their turnover rate sitting at 330th. So They were not very good at taking care of the ball, but still, I mean, when it comes to rebounding, when it comes to defense playing damn good ball, any of those numbers surprise you, you know,
1: being a Bob Huggins guy, what's the first thing you think about defensive rebounding. I mean, this was like my kind of team. I mean, they looked like a Bob Huggins, West Virginia team, but down there in Fort worth leading. I mean, Re- offensive rebounding, what 38% of their misses. I mean, that's, that's elite right there. That's as good as a uh, number as I can remember. And then, I mean, being, it's like everybody in the big 12, it, it, you're five out of the top 10 teams in the country are uh, the best defensive teams in the yeah. country. And yeah. it's, it's <laughs> like, they just aren't, they fit right in with everybody else of the big 12.
0: Well, and it almost makes you wonder. Are they real like it makes you wonder who is really the best defensive team because when you your strength of schedule is at a conference, you know, certain teams might have a lighter one than the other one and the, the stats can get diluted. And it really, you know, when your defenses are that good, I I I often say like between one and ten, you could really the tenth team might be the best defense, truly, if they've played better competition. You know? So yeah. uh the Big Twelve, no it's just no fucking joke. I don't know when this shift happened because like I mean I've watched college hoops my whole life, but it kind of like snuck up on us how good the big 12 became. I feel like it was the ACC forever or the big East. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I
1: think it shifted when they started hiring really, really good coaches. I mean, you look at the league, it seems like six out of the 10 guys in the league. Now, I think at one time it was seven out of 10 have been to the final four.
0: Well, and well, I mean, next year when, when Kelvin Sampson comes in. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's just another guy next <laughs> <Yeah>. man up.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, the, the only outgoing guy, Francisco Farrabello, uh, I don't think that'll be a huge impact loss there. No disrespect to Farrabello. Uh, maybe, maybe he'll find a, a nice home there and, and things will work out for him, but uh, incoming incoming players. Uh, <laughs> once again, we see this. <laughs> We see this so often in the big 12, six, five guard Rondell Walker transfers from Oklahoma state, five points, three rebounds a season ago. I mean, this is really musical chairs in the big 12. Every team we've done, I feel like has a big 12 transfer. So everyone's ratting on everybody, right? Everyone's <laughs> you don't play me coach. I'm going to go. I want to go to TCU. All right, I have an offer. I'll let you know. They, they contacted me on Twitter. Uh, hey,
1: uh, hey, Colby. I've been listening. I don't miss a single uh, college football experience show or when you go on with Ryan and Sean and they like to joke with you about Benedict. Uh, there's a lot of Benedict <laughs> going on in the big 12 right now yes. with everybody transferring in the same damn league.
0: Who knew Benedict Arnold's <laughs> basketball game was so fucking good. Um, wow. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a good get though. It's If you're TCU, yeah. you're saying, "All right, we lose Farabello, we add him, we add in a top 200 recruit, PJ Haggerty out of Crosby, Texas." And you say, "Hey, our team's better this year, not only from an experience point of view, but also I think it's better from what they brought in and what they lost." Uh, yeah, that, that right no, I- there is, is is pretty remarkable, right?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, Rondell Walker—he's just another six-five, six-four athlete, athletic guy that's good defensively. Just another body that's going to help this team be even better defensively, and he could score a little bit as well. Farabella was a little bit one-dimensional in terms of shooting the three. Now, hopefully, like a guy like O'Bannon and Ball can fill in for that uh, void that they're going to miss with Ferabolo.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, uh, he's talking about Obanen—that is Chuck Obanen's son of Ed O'Bannon who, you know, I get it. Maybe these college players should have been getting paid, but God damn it. Did he ruin our college football and college basketball games? I want to play March madness. I want to play NCAA college football. You know, even though I don't even, I don't even have a console anymore because once those games left my heart left, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Shout out to Chuck O'Bannon though. (laughs) Maybe he cashed in on that thousand dollar lawsuit was I feel like what he won like $500 or something but anyway uh the players should have been getting paid let's be honest uh uh let's uh let's let's project the starting five but before I do that I want to get us paid I want to tell you uh that the college basketball experience TCU horn, frog season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by Winbet bet $100 at Winbet and get a $100 free bet head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com Slash win bet. Uh, that's sportsgamilypodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by No House Advantage. Yes, No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pickup contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250K in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for corrected picks, and climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills against the house. And win 20 times the amount of money you enter, if you hit all your picks and look, it's not just NFL, it's, it's NBA, it's MLB, it's PGA, it's MMA, it's NASCAR. You got to check it out. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at no or download the app in the app store uh, to get a first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by babble. Look, if you're like me and you just totally fucking you totally blew it. All right. I was taking Spanish classes. I think 10th and 11th grade, maybe 11th to 12th. I don't remember, but I'll tell you what I was doing. I wasn't really taking the class. All right. I was sleeping in that class. All right. And not, and if I wasn't sleeping, I was trying to talk to girls. All right. If I wasn't talking to girls, I was trying to, uh, you know, I'm sure there was moments where I had the the hoodie sweatshirt on with March madness. Uh, on a, on a earphone, pretending like I'm paying attention in class. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see, like you do the old, like this, like you're watching and you're listening to Santa Clara, you know, take on, I don't know, one of those early morning games, you know, when the, when fielded field of 64 back when I was in high school uh, and you would have to, you know, I would try to get the pass from my mom or dad wouldn't happen. So point is, is I wasn't paying any fucking attention. All right. Well, I can get a mulligan here. All right. Babel is going to give me that mulligan. It's the language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions with Babel. You only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. I mean, how great is that? It's like, they're speaking to me. They're like, Hey, we know there's a lot of idiots out there like pick Dundee here that just couldn't pay attention for two hours. I'll be honest. The times I did pay attention was probably like the first day of class, right? It was overwhelming. Two hours of learning a new language. I was like, what the hell is going on? All right. Well, that Babel's smart. They're like, Hey, we're going to give you 10 minute lessons. All right. So you, and within three weeks, you'll be having real life conversations in a new language. People, other language learning apps use the artificial intelligence for their lesson plans. You know, the AI, but Babel's lessons were created by over 150 people different language experts voiced by real native speakers, not computers. They're not going to give you that nonsense. All right. They're going to go, they're going all the way here. All right. Uh, Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spence, Spanish, Spence, Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Uh, so start your new language learning journey today with Babel right now. You get 55% off your, your subscription. When you go to babel.com slash SGP, that's B a B B E L.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babel it's language for life, baby. All right, back talking. We're taking, we're going to take a stab at this. One of the things I've noticed by, you know, just deep diving is, is we're projecting the starting five. We do not know uh, you know, the transfer portal makes, at least with this team, I feel like, feel like we got this, but whew. I did Providence yesterday. Providence whole team is transfers. You try projecting the starting five. I mean, I think I got, I think I did a decent job. I th- I'd say I'm like, I'm 95% confident. I'm going to nail that. But college basketball college football in 2022. So if you give me a shitty comment because I, I well, not, it wouldn't happen for TCU, but I'm just saying there's a lot, there's a lot of change and we're in, and, and I'm not plugged in. I'm not in practice, you know, telling the players to run suicides and stuff. All right. Uh, so my point is, is that this is our projection on the TCU starting five. Uh, but with this one being this experience of a team, I would say, I would say I feel hundred percent with this one. Uh, at the one Mike miles. Yeah. You might remember him because he's a fucking beast. 15 points, four assists, four rebounds Uh at the two spot, uh, six, four senior Damian ball, 11 points, five assists, five rebounds in the name ball famous in, in Fort Worth there. Shout out to and Sammy ball. Um Then uh at the three spot, Chuck O'Bannon, who we alluded to earlier, 10 points, four rebounds shot toward 34% from three last year. Uh, for a team that, uh, you know, was not the greatest three point shooting team, uh, you know, that, that could play a big role, his return. Then Emmanuel Miller, which, uh, you know, it was a big get a year ago, 10.6 rebounds. And then sophomore Eddie Lampkin, Jr. I know they're excited about that kid. Uh was just a freshman a year ago, 7.6 rebounds. What do you make of that starting five uh, night in night out going up against some of the other starting fives in the big 12? You know, this
1: is my Favorite preview so far because it you didn't have to read off the top twenty-five in terms of who's coming in and who's coming out. <laughs> this is like an old school team yeah, where yeah. hey, they returned five starters from the NCAA tournament. This is who's going to start. So yeah, no, you, you you nailed it with those five. And you mentioned it, the last guy. I love that guy Lampkin. I thought their team took the next step late in mid, middle conference play when he got better and better. He just brings a lot of energy and he's a big big body.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, I I I am very excited for TCU fans because it's been a while. Me too. And I think this team can really, really do something. Uh, Let's hop into the schedule. They open the season Monday, November seventh against Arkansas Pine Bluff at uh what is it Showmeyer Arena in Fort Worth. Uh, that that should be an easy. This first four games. Look, I love you TCU. Come on, this first four games. They're saving it for the big twelve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arkansas, yeah. Pine Bluff, Lamar, Northwestern State, and ULM all before November seventeenth. Cupcake uh, City. That's gonna be four and oh, And I don't think yeah. any game will be decided by fifteen points or less. I'm gonna go out on the rec uh, go out on a limb and say every game will be by more than fifteen points. Uh so hold me to that. You can give me a negative review on that. Um, then they go to the Emerald Classic on November 25th. So we both have them four and zero, correct? Yes. Heading into the Emerald Classic, taking on Mark, big year for Mark Fox at Cal. I'd say he's Huge. certainly on the hot seat there in Berkeley. Uh, this one's in Niceville, Florida, uh, at Raider Arena. Cal's just not there yet. I know they got the kid from the Kentucky transfer from Texas uh coming in but they're just TCU is going to beat Cal. I don't think it's going to be that close. How about how, how, where are you going on this one?
1: Yeah, I think TCU by 10 to 15. I think they're they're too experienced and too too uh too athletic for Cal, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so 5 and 0 oh, and then they're going to get the winner yeah, assuming they beat Cal of Clemson Iowa. I think they're better than these teams. I got them I I don't even think when I look at Clemson and Iowa I think these are years where these two programs are going to regress. Uh so I I got them uh sitting there at uh, 6 and 0 coming out of the Emerald Classic. You?
1: Yeah, and if they play I'd probably going to play Iowa. I think you agree. Yeah. Maybe um yeah. that that's a bad matchup for Iowa with all these athletes on TCU.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, then now here's a good one. Here's a good one. And I, I did the, I just alluded to this. I just did the Providence preview. Go listen to that prior fans are college basketball nuts. Uh, November 30th, they host Providence. Now this is what I said, even though I want you to go listen to the podcast, I'm not going to make you have to go and listen to it. Um, I said, Hey, if this game was at Providence at the dunk, maybe I would take Providence, but since yes. it's in Fort worth, I'm on TCU. I think TCU is going to be undefeated in November. You
1: agreed. I love Ed Cooley as much as anybody, but yeah, TCU too much for Providence this
0: early. So that would put them at seven and zero in the first month of the season. And Jamie Dixon would be rolling. And then they welcome in Jackson state eight. Uh, zero, on December 6th. That should not be a problem. You agree? I imagine. Yes. Then Comes. What do they call this one again? The iron skillet on the on the gridiron. SMU comes to town. SMU, you know, brand new coach. Uh, They brought in a couple transfers. Maybe they could sneak up on TCU, but no, it's a rivalry game. I'm taking TCU to take down SMU. You same. I
1: yep. They win the Sonny Dykes Bowl on the court.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So uh, that's at nine and O. Then they get Mississippi Valley State. They're they're one of the worst programs in the uh, in the entire D one level. I feel like ten and O. Then an interesting one. Now this one, uh, I don't think Utah's great by any means, but I do think Salt Lake City is a sneaky road trip. So I got them winning this. But if you're asking me what game. Could they lose that I'm not that that you don't see? I know most people would probably say the SMU game or maybe the Province game. I actually think it's this Utah game.
1: Yeah, no, if if there's one that they could uh hiccup get a hiccup in, I'd say Utah just because the game's in Salt Lake City. But I mean this this team's been through the grind already. I think they go through the non-conference undefeated.
0: Yeah, I think they beat Utah too. That game's on the Pac-12 Network. So TCU fans, sorry to tell you this, you have better you luck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you will have better luck catching a a. You'll be uh, just uh, what is it? uh out, C, and, right? and, Yeah, an Al Qaeda, an Al Qaeda video going on uh in, in Afghanistan. Then finding this game on the Pac-12 Network. Um uh next up they get uh, Central Arkansas on December 28th. Yes, they win that and I agree. They are undefeated out of conference. Undefeated. Now, let me ask you this. What would be a terrible? What would be like, oh man, we really took a step back. Two losses? What yeah, should they, what, what what would they be disappointed in? Or should they, sh- should the average f- if, if they lost two, I mean,
1: Coming out of this, maybe you lose one in the Emerald, and then you get the hiccup against Utah or SMU. But there's, I mean, th- this team at they're, worst, I think, is going to have one.
0: They're so much better than them. They're winning all these. Agreed. I they're going to be undefeated. undefeated. Yeah, they're going to be yep. undefeated. Uh, so, be, I, I want to grade 2022. The, obviously, college basketball season rolls in from 2022 to 2023, and on New Year's Eve, they host the Texas Tech Red Raiders uh on ESPN2. Shouldn't have a problem finding that one, all right, unless you just don't pay your bills. Um we we called this one. We gave this to TCU. Yep. We already called this on the Texas Tech preview. Go listen to it. So that means we would have TCU undefeated in 2022, so they would probably be like top 10 or fifth I would say probably like top 10 by then.
1: Yeah, especially with them already being in the top twenty-five in the preseason, we know how biased these polls are to start the season. You, you, yeah. you touch on it in football all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's the same way in basketball. Yeah, I think they'll be in the top ten, maybe even closing in, maybe on top five, going to uh, Waco to start the new year.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I want to talk about the new year and and pick out you know pick out the biggest stretch, the most difficult stretch, or the best resume-building stretch. Um, but before I do that, I got to get us paid. I want to tell you folks out there that the college basketball experience, TCU horn, season preview episode is brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football or basketball, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football and basketball. They give you the NFL red zone games in four K at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows because they give you included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotvcom SGP. That's F U B O T V dot com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Oddstrader. Oddstrader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure yourself that you get yourself the very best deal possible. The app also provides uh player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day, weather. Uh, you know, it's got it all. It also has a bet tracker, so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity for and for me, someone that. Stays unorganized. I think that's always great. Uh, go to uh bluewire slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All righty, we are back talking horn frog basketball. I cannot wait for the season in Fort Worth. And I know these TCU fans agree. Uh so I wanted you to pick a three game stretch because I have mine, but I'm curious where you would we haven't talked pre episode about this. Uh, by the way, hold on let me I always forget to do this with the big 12 teams. they also have at Mississippi State against Chris Jans big fan of Chris Jan's coach mm-hmm. teams um Starkville Mississippi January 28th that late at a conference game SEC uh big 12 challenge Humphrey Coliseum there in Starkville what do you make of this one is that is that a for sure win? That's a tough, man. That's a tough, uh, that's
1: a tough draw, even with it being year one of Christian's, because you know he's going to get a bunch of transfers
0: and be competitive right away. I think they squeak out of there barely. I agree. I agree. And I, I actually, so out of all their out of conference games, that's the most dangerous, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. I agree. The hump.
0: I, yeah, I agree. Uh, so, okay, now back to what I was originally trying to say Big 12 play, three game stretch where you just sit there and say, okay, can they get to two and one? Can they, could they possibly get all three and just really stack up that resume? Where, where do you go? And, and uh, cause it's kind of spread out pretty decently. Wouldn't you say so?
1: Yes. They don't have like, for example, Kansas and Baylor back to back, at least they got those spread out, but you still like, you could take a pick and choose which three game stretch. I mean, there's a bunch of them. I would probably go, at West Virginia and at Kansas, because that's a tricky double trip where you're having to travel a lot all the way. Obviously Morgantown is the farthest trip for them. Then if you try, you got to win that one. Cause if not, then you got to go to Kansas and avoid the zero 2 uh road trip at the fog. And then you come home and you got to play Oklahoma. Who's who's obviously going to be pretty good as well. That would be my three game tricky slate at the end
0: of January before sec challenge. I like this because we have different spots. Mine is uh, February 20th, to March 1st. And I get it. Yours is on the road, which critical obviously. Uh, But to me, I think if you're TCU, you want to build that resume. And unfortunately I don't like TCU's chances to win at Kansas. All right. Or even, I I mean, I, I could see maybe at Texas, but I feel like they, where can you really build your resume in college basketball at home court? Uh, and getting Kansas on February 20th on Monday, February 20th, that is a winnable game in Fort worth. Uh, Then you hit the road to Lubbock, which we know is bananas in Lubbock these days, Uh, you know, such a great home court environment. Then you're home to the Texas Longhorns. So you have the opportunity to get, I I think all three of those teams will be in the NCAA tournament. And I think obviously Kansas will defending national champions, but I also think there'll be a very high seed. I wouldn't be surprised if Texas is a very high seed or, or even Texas tech So you have a chance to really, you know, get your resume going good. Because I will say that at a conference schedule was not very strong, if if you ask me.
1: Yeah, I agree. And you look back on their season last year, the Kansas home win is what really put them in the NCAA tournament. And they they had like a weird rescheduling because of COVID way at the beginning of conference play, where they had to reschedule them. And they played twice in three days, and they almost went to the fog in one, too. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, them beating Texas Tech and Kansas back to back in Fort Worth is what really gave them their signature wins to get them in.
0: Yeah, that stretch seems absolutely brutal. All right. So uh, I am very curious where you will have the end of the Big 12 regular season. What, What place is TCU? I'm going to go fifth
1: and they that's where they finished last year. I've I've seen this a couple times whether it was Oklahoma State the one year where Marcus Smart and those guys came back or Texas a couple times where they get a bunch of guys coming back. Expectations are a little higher than they've ever been and maybe they get a little bit complacent soft non-conference schedule, maybe they're not as tested, but they're still really good and they'll finish in the top half of the league. So I'll say 5th.
0: I'm going to go a little Benedict on you here. I know if you listen to our Texas Tech preview, I you know, I I <laughs> Or, or you know, the Texas preview. I think I said I got Texas Tech third, Texas fourth. Now I think I moved Texas to the third spot, and then I had Texas Tech in the fourth spot on the Texas Tech preview. Not the case anymore. I'm taking TCU at fourth. I think they could push for third too. Uh, What do you think? Best case scenario, third.
1: Yeah, I think them Texas and Texas
0: Tech are all in that second
1: tier. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about this NCAA tournament? What is their ceiling?
1: I think Elite Eight. Uh, Maybe if they get a really, really good draw and the bracket just gets completely busted, like South Carolina in 2017, yeah, uh, they could get to the final four. But this is a second weekend team, though.
0: I agree. I was thinking Sweet 16, maybe best case scenario, Elite Eight. Uh, so we see eye to eye there. It's going to be super interesting to watch the Horned Frogs night in night out folks, subscribe to the college basketball experience uh, and also subscribe to the college football experience. Remember we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, even the college baseball Experience is on there too. So check us out. I know TCU keeps a decent team. Uh, also make sure you get over there and uh, check out R- Ryan's work. First off, give him a follow on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. Cause you'll get access to you know, him constantly retweeting and promoting the things he'll be a part of, which will be the college basketball experience. Remember when the season starts every single night, you're going to hear me talk in college basketball games, you know, ATS uh, what the best matchups are, you know, what games are we can't wait to watch. Uh, so you get ready right there. We've been doing this shit for years. So, so check us out there, but also Ryan's he hosts the NFL gambling podcast, NFL fans. I mean, who doesn't love the NFL. All right. Get over there. Check that out. Uh, also, you see that sweet banner behind him. That is from the Ryan and Rush Show, which I highly recommend. Go check out the Ryan and Rush Show. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun this year. Um, TCU football and basketball got they got it rolling. Shout out to their athletic director Jeremy, or I'm sorry, Jeremiah uh, Donati. Shout out to him uh, for for getting things really going with football and basketball. And uh, Look, give us a follow on, uh, on 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 Twitter at TCE on SGPN, and uh, remember to check out our whole platform. Get the SGPN app for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the uh, what MLB still kind of at the end of the season here. Check out the MLB gambling podcast. Check out the NBA gambling podcast, the NHL gambling podcast. We got it all, folks. Check it out and uh, come talk TCU football and basketball with us. SportsGamblingPodcast dot slash Discord, and uh, yeah. Uh, think you'll enjoy all of that. All right folks, well until the season starts, let's go. This is the college football experience, TCU Hornfrog style. You better start thinking about yours and we outta here.
1: Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.
0: What is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you. Change speed for Christ's sake again. Oh, my god! When we were winning conference titles and going to the final four, we were making a
1: statement. Us. Please have a party. Beat us three, Get us laid.